Missing concrete reinforcing. Let's have a look. Hello everyone, Florian Heiser here and welcome to another episode of Heiser Says. I'm still working through my Stein of Coffee when I thought we'd have a look at this article that was sent to me on Facebook by a viewer. Widespread defects or missing concrete reinforcing steel in a series of buildings over in New Zealand. So in some ways it's encouraging to see that New Zealand is having all the construction issues that Australia is having, but it's also depressing to see that New Zealand is having all the construction issues that Australia is having. So let's have a look at this article. So new imaging technology has revealed hundreds of major buildings nationwide have defective or missing concrete or reinforcing steel. Now I have, what you can do is when you have concrete inside a building, you can scan it, x-ray it. So you know where if you're doing rectification work or if you're doing an extension, where you're going to cut through, where you're going to hit steel, all these issues. Often there can be problems with reinforcing or pre-stressed steel in the concrete that you need to take account of. So one thing I just want to draw your attention to, and this is over on the Heiser Says website, is the construction map where I'm starting to add issues and problems with regards to construction. So we can capture it on here. I've already identified what I call the triangle of fail in Sydney. And moving from there to just identify other issues. Now, if you think this type of content is valuable, please share it with your friends, your family, and discuss it over some Bundy rums at the next barbecue you're at. I'm just adjusting my microphone volume to try and get rid of some issues. So let's jump back and look at this article. So concrete investigators say their scanning shows many buildings have not been constructed according to the plans. So here you go, here's the issue that is arising again and again and again. When you can design it right, you can specify it right, but it's even certified, but it's not built right. They were astonished and appalled. Jane Roche Gray of Wellington Company Concrete Structural Investigations said, it is using ultrasound technology developed with Crown Agency Caligan Innovation to look up to two meters inside concrete columns, beams, walls, and floors. The technology is pioneering, Dr. Paul Harris of Caligan Innovation said. They use ferro scanning and ground penetrating radar. Critical structural parts were defective or missing in 1100 of 1200 buildings they had scanned since 2016. I'm, I'm a little stunned actually, that is insane. Critical structural parts were defective or missing, missing in this many buildings. And this is New Zealand, the earthquake zone. How, how can a consumer even be aware of that? Do they need to start doing these type of scans on buildings? Does a scan need to be done of this building and developers need to put them on the public record? Is that how they can restore confidence? The divide occurs between what's in the plans and what ends up in the structure, she said. Some key structural elements are not going in correctly or they're not going in at all. And of course, once they're covered up with concrete, we, any of us, don't know what's actually going into the building. Well, this is where a clerk of works. Observing the site every single day of construction would be a way to mitigate that. 
it's not that expensive. It's an old-fashioned roll. You didn't, you know, you don't need advanced ultrasound scanning technology to deal with it, do you? Her partner, Michael Roach Gray, has four decades experience managing construction sites. He thought he had seen it all until he began looking inside concrete. He said to call it a crisis was to understate it. It's bullshit, he said bluntly. Well, I think we can all agree with that. I know we've got a lot of tradies and builders working, uh, watching the videos. Let us know in the comments other examples you've had. I mean, we've seen, seen some recently out of Newcastle there. This is concerning because these are significant structural issues. Cover it in concrete, no one will know, he said. Cover it in concrete, no one will know. And when the structural elements aren't there, like they should be, like they're on the drawings, and they're sitting in the waste bin at the skip, they just say, oh, nobody will know. The weakened structures include apartment blocks, offices, public buildings, most mostly, oh, sorry, most constructed since the 1980s, and some new or still to be finished buildings, including in Auckland, uh, Hamilton, Taranga, Hawke's Bay, Wellington, and Christchurch. So pretty much all of New Zealand, isn't, isn't that everything, every town that exists in New Zealand? <laughs> the buildings cannot be identified for legal reasons. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Would you want to buy into that building? If you were buying into that debt, that's crazy. The investigators were aware of legal action being taken, but in each case they knew of, it had been settled out of court, keeping the problems out of the public eye. And here is the issue. The occupants, the owners, if it's an apartment building, they don't want the value of their property to crash. They don't want it to crash. So if, here's a question to you. If a professional discovers something like this, do not they have a duty of care to make the public aware? Let me know what you think about that one. Commonly, consulting engineers find a flaw and call in scanners, who may find many other faults. In other cases, a contractor closes down and the new builder who, bought, who is brought in asks for scans to be sure of what they're dealing with. Yeah. That's, uh, that's when you inherit someone else's mess. That's a nightmare. The worst Michael Roach Gray has seen, an extension to a busy public building in Wellington scanned after the Kirkcur uh, K earthquake. I, I, I can't do the, the Maori names, guys. I need more practice. Rang serious alarm bells with a heap of steel, starter bars, drag bars, saddle bars, missing or installed so as to render them useless. Well, that tells me, that tells me you might be dealing with incompetent or unskilled foremen or workers. People had been evacuated from buildings that scans had picked up problems after the 2016 quake. There was a problem for earthquake assessment now as uh, these relied on the plans being an accurate representation of what had been built, he said. Well, there you go. There's the problem. There is the problem. Jane outlined half a dozen discoveries in a report that has gone to the building minister. Seven meters below sea level in the basement of a large construction project near the waterfront, the waterproofing was botched. Load-bearing walls were saturated with water. 
there was sev severe seawater ingress in the new construction. What was shocking was to see this construction being continued on despite the basement being compromised. At the time we were working there, levels above were being erected. All that load was being was bearing on panels with compromised connections and seawater compromised concrete panels, certainly enabling corrosion. From the outside was the pressure of tons of water against the structure. In a six-year-old building, reinforcing steel that had rusted back to half its proper thickness, half its thickness. This is crazy. More than 200 scans of a structure still being worked on where at least 30% of the concrete was too thin, exposing the structural steel to more rapid corrosion. Yes, that's the issue with the cover. A random sample of dross batch connectors between concrete floors and walls comprising steel rods inserted into halls, then glued with super strong grout on a modern building that found a 100% bail. A medical structure was shut down at substantial cost to fix concrete because health and safety was an issue. Well, this is the same thing. It's when I had my uh, my office in a retail one and they sold it. They brought their handyman in. He just covered up the concrete cancer with pieces of steel to hide it. And their person doing the inspection of the property never saw it. A new shear wall built to withstand quake loads that was littered with more than two dozen invisible voids in the concrete. The technology didn't really work that well, Michael Roach Gray said. The contractors on site decided they'd try and hide the fact. It was only by fluke that the engineers happened to see a spot on the concrete, a little pinhole, and he put his finger in on it, and he could have stuck his uh, finger right through it. Oh. The better engineers used the data to fix the buildings, but they knew this was not always the case, the partner said. At a construction underway, voids were found in the foundation walls, Miss Rochecray said. Basically, we were left with the impression that as soon as we could identify a problem on this job, the client was keen to see us off-site. Well, yeah, that's the problem. They were not trying to scare up business. They were plenty busy and did not actually want to do this forensic work, which was like being the ambulance at the bottom of a cliff. Yeah, this would be, this would be a shit part of the job, wouldn't it? Doing this. But wanted to return to what they set the company up for in 2013 to find ways of improving existing buildings. Building Minister Jenny Salcia and the Minister for Business Innovation and Employment have been approached for comment. This is shocking, utterly shocking. Not overly surprising, but shocking. And this was penned by Phil Pennington, reporter for RNZ. And there is another piece. And that was done on the 12th. Yeah, today. This is what he did in 2018. So, A Tale of Two Steels. Auckland Seascape versus Wellington's Dixon Street Projects. So how much can the public find out about the quality of steel going into the country's high-rise buildings? So this is another issue just with the steel that was going in there with a lot that was imported. RNZ set out to do such checks some months ago at the two biggest apartment blocks currently going up in Auckland and Wellington. Well, 
the 52-storey, 187-high skiscape, and the 20-storey, 59-metre uh, building at 111 Dixon Street. Here we report on the very different outcomes. The New Zealand Society for Earthquake Engineers said lawmakers should look at more stringent building codes for apartment buildings in high-risk quake zones. Wellington is high-risk, Auckland is low-risk. RNZ followed Wellington City Council sorry, found Wellington City Council took a large hands-off approach to the steel supply, contrasted with Auckland's Council's hand-on approach that involved far more rules and oversights. It was more difficult and took much longer to get information about Wellington's Dixon Street project than about Auckland's Seascape project. The country's only steel research group, the Heavy Engineering Research Association, wants other councils to be as rigorous as Auckland, which began developing tighter rules for structural steel three or four years ago. Now, if you're not familiar, there were a whole lot of issues with dodgy imported steel a few years back. I remember engineers looking at getting it from China and then you tap on it and it'd be hollow or rusted through a whole lot of issues. That is in response to what's been called a perfect storm of increased risk of steel being non-compliant that are facing engineers, builders, and concerning councils. This is what industry body Steel Construction New Zealand Warned the Christchurch City Council in March 2016, the likes of major engineers Becker have warned of the need for rigorous controls on importing structural steel. SCNZ has drawn up five, a five-page checklist for importing structural steel because councils were asking for one. In detail, it details 38 questions to ask about the steel itself, its fabrication, its welding, the welding inspection and coatings, which protect them from rust, the sister body, has released a complimentary 40-page steel procurement guide. So, all the steel for both projects is being imported from China. So there you go. I mean, does New Zealand not have any iron ore? Well, it's... <laughs> it probably doesn't. Probably, probably doesn't. The majority of their economy is uh, cheese and milk. Or their export economy, sorry. The Dixon Street contractor is Arrow. The engineer is Stephen Mitchell Engineers of Auckland. The steel fabricator is a small company near Shanghai. Yunzhong Maori Steel Structural Engineers set up three years ago. The steel importer is Pinnacle Rigging of Palmerston North. Pinnacle is responsible for the inspection and testing plan which the engineer signs off. Seascape contractor is China Construction New Zealand. The engineer is Mont McDonald. The steel importer and fabricator is Jinjong Steel of Jin Jiangsu, China. Jinjong and China Construction are doing the ITP. Auckland Council said the Seascape steel is coming from three Chinese mills. Nanjing Iron Steel, another name, Steelworks, and another one. None are licensed by the ACRS. However, the council says the steel from all three can be identified from manufacturer in the mills through the fabrication and erection phases. Unidentified steel shall not be used. Seascape's steel quality controls have pre previously been called into question. Jingjong has suggested that New Zealand's local strict access system adds one more barrier to stop the entry of Chinese enterprises. Well, why aren't they importing it from Australia? Why aren't they importing our steel? Wouldn't that be more competitive? We've got a lot of iron ore here. Arrow and Pinnacle say their testing regimes for Dixon Street is first rate. The testing regimes for this project far exceed what is na naively commonplace here in New Zealand, where it is commonplace to accept product because it is made in NZ, the steel supplier Pinnacle Rigging told RNZ by email. The steel is coming from six mills, P 
Pinnacle is not named, um, but is confirmed none are licensed by the Australasian Certification Authority for reinforcing and structural steels. Few, if any, Chinese mills are. ACRS is a privately run steel quality control agency that Auckland Council uses as the benchmark for steel mills. All the Dixon Street Project steel tests are being done in China by an accredited lab, TUV Rhineland. That sounds like a Chinese name, doesn't it? Arrow and Pinnacle say its testing reports show all the steel has passed for its mechanical and chemical soundness as, we as well as the welding. They say TUV is testing a sample from each batch of steel, 15% of welds. This is up from standard set for, yep, okay. Pinnacle provides a few pages of the test reports they've got there and I'll link to this so you can go through it. So, and here's another example of it. So this is the differences in methodology of the steel that is coming into Auckland and Wellington. But you've got to remember, if any of this is even relevant, if it's not going in the buildings. So guys, thanks for watching. Let me know what you think. And if you're from NZ, how are you taking this? How are you handling this? It seems shocking. Please like, share, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help me produce more of this content, I have a Patreon and subscribe style link you can use. I appreciate every, every bit of support. And I'll see you all later. Take care.